Welcome to another podcast from Vine and Fig Tree, and God is good. Um, Holly and I just enjoyed a wonderful two-week adventure in Texas where the weather was warm and the fellowship was even warmer. And we're grateful for our new grandbaby that we were able to hold and get little smiles from. And you know, that's how God looks at us. He looks at us as his own dear children, and he loves to hold us and smile into our faces. And he loves our smiles. But let's continue talking about the trials at the end of the age now. And we start that out today in Matthew 24, 37 through 39. And if you haven't listened to the other two podcasts, go back and listen to them, and then this will fall right in line. Matthew 24. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. We know that there has to be preparation for the coming of the Son of Man. There has to be preparation in each one of our hearts. And it Dear brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter whether we actually are at the end of the age or at the end of our age. That is, when we personally die and go to our judgment. So we need to be paying attention to what God wants in our lives. And we don't know the day that we're going to die. I have seen many people die at different ages. And I know that there's no way that we can understand the time of death. God understands it. He knows exactly when we're ripe for the harvest. And we let that settle in him and not fret about it. And I'm reminded of Corey Ten Boom when she was worried as a young girl about what will happen? How will I be ready to die, Father? And Casper Ten Boom, her father, said, Corey... When we get on a train to go anywhere, when do I give you the ticket? And she answered, well, Father, you give me the ticket right as we're getting on. And Casper said, that's how it will be. When you're ready and when your day has come, God will make sure that you have all the grace you need for that final episode on earth. So then we look at what was it like in the days of Noah? Because that's what Jesus said, as the days of Noah, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. And in Genesis, we find out, Genesis 6, 5, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man who I created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. This is a genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. And you see, this part of it is really what God wants from us. He wants us to be perfect in our generations. That is complete. Completely focused, completely doing what we're to be doing. 
We're also to be just. We also, the most important part is to walk with God. It says Noah walked with God. Because Noah walked with God, God made him ready for the flood. And in this day, God is making us ready as we're paying attention. God is making us ready for the flood of iniquity, which has already been loosed on this country and in other places around the world. So Noah found grace, Noah walked with God, and Noah begot three sons, Sem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And one of the things that needed to happen before the earth would be filled with violence was that women had to be included in violent living. And as we've seen, women are being uh, wooed into and seduced into going into military roles in combat so they can both be shot at and they can kill others and they can die. They can be maimed. They can come back like many of the veterans that I know from Vietnam with body parts missing and paralysis here and there, or serious burns. That's not what God had planned for women. And you can find God's plan for women at the end of the book of Proverbs and in Paul's writings. And God said to Noah, and listen to that, God said to Noah, it means that Noah listened to God. And God said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. No matter what's coming upon this country or the whole earth at this day, God is telling us, make yourself an ark. And the ark of our day is the body of Christ. The ark of our day is to be walking with fellow believers, encouraging one another to remain faithful and to not let our love grow cold. In Matthew 24, 42, let's proceed a little bit with this watching. And it says, watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. And if Jesus didn't know, I don't believe any man on earth will know. We'll see the signs that things are coming, and by God's hand, we'll be ready. But we don't know when the day is coming. Matthew 24, 44, Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. That means we have to be ready all the time. And we want to recognize that Letting our guard down is not appropriate in this day. That doesn't mean we have to stress out all the things that are coming. We don't have to tick off everything that's going on in the whole earth right now to, to know where we are. We just need to be with God. As Noah was, he walked with God, and God was able to speak to him because he knew that Noah would do what he was told to by faith. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we need to pay attention to our faith. And we, had to, we have to focus our faith not on great Christian leaders or wonderful athletes who testify about Jesus and then 
turn strange, but we have to focus on Jesus Christ himself. We have to focus on God the Father, and we have to focus on the plans and the purposes that are revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. And that's what we are to be doing. And let's look at Matthew 24 to see exactly what's expected of us. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. I Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. Now, it also talks about the evil servant, but we're wanting to concentrate on what the good servant, the faithful servant, the wise servant is to be doing. Now, his master made him ruler over the household to give them food in due season. That was the calling to this particular servant. What is your calling? God has a calling for each one of us to be working in his kingdom, to set our mind on things above, not on the things of the earth. And as we are faithful to that calling, that's where we are to endure. We're to make way into the calling that God has for us and make progress in doing that work at all times. I am greatly delighted to, to tell you that Holly and I, since we've been married, have been together working in the kingdom of God on our behalf, our children's behalf, and other people's behalf. And as I retired several years ago, we did not know what God was calling us to. But by many um, displays, urgings, and focuses, God brought us into prison ministry, and we have found the calling that we're to be complete in. And what we're doing right now is focusing on how can we be more efficient as COVID has taken over the fears of man in this age. So how do we do it irregardless of what's going on in the political and the politically correct arena. And so we can't go into the prisons, but by Zoom meetings, we have been allowed back in to be able to instruct and encourage as God has shown us the ability to do that. And so we are making every attempt that we can to expand that ministry as the Lord takes us step by step into it. And then we will be blessed because the master will find us doing that even when the flood comes. That's the whole thing. He who endures to the end will be saved. And we're setting our hearts on enduring to the end, doing the faithful things, the wise things that God has set before us to do. And then in Matthew 25, the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now, five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil, but the wise took oil in their vessels with the lamps. While the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom's coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, 
lest there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Surely I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. And we're to be wise. We're to be full of the oil of the Holy Spirit that shows us to continue in the work, to not allow our love to grow cold because iniquity is increasing, and to focus on listening to God and walking with God rather than walking with the ways of the world. Listen to what it says. While they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with to him with with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. That's just like, dear hearts, when the door of the ark was shut. And there were people around that ark as the rain started to pour that were pounding on the ark. And Noah and his family had to endure the screams and the howls for help. And just like those who were wise, they had to say, no, we don't have enough for you. There comes a time, dear hearts, if we're disrespectful of the plans and purposes of God, where we will be shut out if we don't pay attention to God's ways in our lives. But if we pay attention, if we do focus on the things that God has called us to do, the works of the faithful servants, we will be welcomed in to the wedding feast and it will be so full of glory and joy that we can't even come close to understanding it. Remembering that we will be going into a wedding feast where the bridegroom is the most joyful man that ever walked on earth and he got that joy from his father. In Jesus' name, have a blessed week. Amen.